0: Welcome to the Artist Academy Podcast, the audio version of our Facebook Live series, Art Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists like you that it is completely possible to make a great career out of this art thing. And if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop over to facebook.com slash groups slash artist academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years, with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Fastpro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I've figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to AdvancedMember.com, that's AdvancedMember.com to learn more. This episode features London artist Louise McNaught. If you are not familiar with Louise's work, I want you to pull up Instagram and type in L-O-U-I-S-E-M-C-N-A-U-G-H-T. That kind of rhymes, but pull up Louise McNaught so you can see exactly what we're talking about in reference to her work. She does this super unique drip technique where she actually turns the canvas upside down to drip and then right side back up to finish the painting. Louise has recently illustrated a book that helps bring awareness to endangered animals and raise money for related charities. She tells us all about that process and gives us many other unique tips in this week's episode. So let's get to it you could just kind of introduce yourself for someone who maybe doesn't know who you are um i feel like i follow you on instagram so i feel like i
1: kind of know you a little bit you know so but if you, you would just... you've you've got a huge following on instagram haven't you Kinda. Um, yeah it's great um <laughs> mine's not quite so yeah not quite so big um, it is though I, you... you're at you're at like twenty twenty thousand. that's a lot yeah, I suppose I I haven't given it as much time as I should maybe. Um but yeah, I'm a contemporary animal artist, I guess that's the best way to describe my work and um, it's kind of known by I don't know if you can see I've got a picture in process over here. Um upward drips. Oh wow. So that's kind of like what people recognize my work for and it's something I started doing during college. Um I don't have the drips, but I do have them uh, in most of the pieces. So yeah, yeah, and and the bright coloured backgrounds, and there's some of animals that are only partially like there, especially the endangered species. They kind of look like they're fading away.
0: Oh, um, okay, yeah. yeah, that yeah that. That's awesome. I I never really kind of put that together actually, but now that you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense in some way. Yeah, yes. yeah. So how did you get your start?
1: Like, did you go to? Did, uh, do you guys call it uni over there? Um, yeah. Sorry, um, art college or art university? Yeah. Um, yes. I I think I did bits. I did it sort of part time before I went to art college. And then once I was doing my course, um, I kind of, it gave me the sort of focus to make it a full-time thing. Yeah. Um, but I always wanted it to be a full-time thing. I just, I just didn't know how. And I had to kind of, I think the internet helped. Yeah. But I had to kind of find, find my way, help find <laughs> galleries anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah
0: awesome oh well, cool okay so what do you think uh the tipping point was that like took you from like hobby artists to professional artists like was there like a certain um, moment or a process
1: I think yeah uh I started I joined a gallery called degree art during my degree and they kind of focused on like degree artists artists that have just finished their degree or recently finished their degree and graduate artists and um sold their work sort of predominantly in London and um I I was with them sort of for three years and they sold a lot of my work and, and then I sort of branched out from there really oh wow oh so is that like a London based thing yeah that yeah they are they they used to have they used to be in Bethnal Green but now they're sort of more in central London yeah. so I'm still, oh, nice still with them
0: yes I wonder yeah. if there's more of those around like that sounds <laughs> that sounds like a very <laughs> practical thing to have especially I mean with artists like it's it's kind of hard to figure out what you do afterwards so did they help you like get into
1: galleries and no I mean I was, I was exclusive with them oh, but okay. that was that was fine to start with because I was still doing my degree and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um so I don't know that yeah, any of no. us really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was it's was fine um but then after 3 years I thought oh I want to try and see what galleries are out there and so yeah. I I went a bit further afield and joined more.
0: Oh. Yeah. Awesome, cool. So, what makes up your typical work day? Like, how many hours do you spend painting a day? What, what does it look like? Do you have a routine?
1: Uh, kind of. Uh, my little girl goes to school about for, I'm back by about nine. And then I work sort of typically nine to five while she's at school. And then she goes to her grandparents after school. And then she comes back and she goes to bed at about seven. And then I start working out from seven till late at night.
0: Dang. Dang. Yeah. The mini studio hours of an artist. Dang.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I have to kind of, I can't, I can't just, you know, I can't just wake up and do it. You know, a lot of artists I know work at nighttime, but I can't really do that because she wakes up at about five in the morning. So, yeah, I I have to stop around sort of probably 10, 11, um, and get some sleep
0: yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> so could you talk us through your painting process like are there any methods or techniques that you've picked up throughout the years so do you do the drips like halfway through or is that a final thing
1: or um well if i show you this one i'm doing at the moment that might be easier to explain so yeah. i i kind of spray paint the background okay. and then i'm at the stage where i sort of roughly do the underpainting in acrylic And then I turn it upside down and do the drips in acrylic. And then the next stage is to do all sort of the fine detail in oils. And I use fast drying oils called alkids. Um, Every time I mention them to people, they go, what are those? Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if a lot of people use them, but um, they're just like oils. They just dry in a day instead of like weeks. Yeah. Uh, So yeah.
0: So something a little bit a little bit less fast drying
1: than acrylics and yes yes acrylics dry too fast really um so i don't i don't really like doing the fine detail in in those yeah
0: for sure Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what do you use um i use acrylics (laughs) so i'm like like, all acrylics nope just acrylics (laughs)
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: I like I have no patience <laughs> at all. So I'm like, okay, that's dry. Okay, layers. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I understand. Yeah. That's why I use fast drying oils, but they still, yeah, they still take a bit of time.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, is there anything you don't like to paint without, like any kind of brushes or any kind of,
1: um. I like to make sure I've got quite a lot of brushes. <laughs> I go through a lot of brushes. Yeah. Um, I'm not too fussy about makes of brushes, but I do have the makes that I like of, you know, the paints and stuff. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of fussy about which canvases I use as well. I like this certain brand because they're smooth
0: yeah. and the
1: drips can go straight. <laughs> okay. Um, <whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I suppose there are some things. What kind of brand do you use for canvases? Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Bellarty. They're like an Italian canvas brand. Um, They're sort of, they're not hugely expensive, but they're more, they're sort of in, in intermediate range. Okay.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. I'm not, like, I I don't. couldn't even tell you what kind of canvases these are. Like, I just kind of pick them up from wherever. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I used to do until I started doing the drips, and then I was like, oh, oh I really wish they were straight. <laughs> yeah. They used to be, like...
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, live yeah. and learn. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you go... Sorry. Sorry. No,
1: you're good go on. No, if you, if you look at my work back a few years, the the lines aren't so straight. So
0: oh really? I'm so. gonna go back and look now.
1: But... <laughs> Google me. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You do. You paint quite a bit. So like, how many? Like, do you get maybe like one done a day or one done every couple of days? Like, I feel like you, you you out like there are
1: so many paintings of yours. I'm like, man, she really gets it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ha- Yeah, I suppose I do quite a lot. I think I did about. 15 total last year so that's roughly one complete painting a week but I normally do them on rotation so whilst one's drying I can do some more bits of another one Um, so yeah and it keeps it a bit more interesting as well because I get bored quite easily yeah
0: same (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) so can you tell me about your bees like I know you I I saw you doing like they're on fire
1: Yeah, so I've just done a honeybee on fire, and I'm I'm doing another one actually, I don't know if you can see, it's right back there in black, Okay. Um, but I haven't done much of it, and yeah, I suppose uh, initially they were falling, and now I've got them sort of bursting into flames, because it's just kind of commenting on how we're treating them really, we're not really looking after them, so it's like they're almost burning, Um, yes
0: yeah sad okay <laughs>
1: yeah. it is sad it was sad and I was doing an art fair at the weekend and people were commenting I was like oh the bee is so sad I like, yes <laughs> I know <laughs> well <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> you're raising awareness
0: towards it at least so maybe I'm
1: trying yeah and that's and that's why I did a, a book with um big picture press as well called survival it's all it's all about the endangered species and facts about them and sponsored by Tusk, so it raises money for them yeah. um yeah and they're actually releasing it in america soon so that's cool
0: that is so um, cool how i have so many so many questions about that. How, how did that go
1: about so did they reach out to you or what how did yes they saw my work at an art fair and um they asked if i wanted to illustrate sort of a pre-existing children's book and i was like well that sounds very nice but i I'm not an illustrator and they're like, What are you working on now? And I was doing a solo show called Survival on Endangered Animals. <laughs> they were like, Oh, there might be a book in that. Um, and so two years later it was a book. But it was quite a long process, you know, two years. Um, but then uh so they've sold quite a lot in the UK and then they reached out to a publisher's called The Running Press in the US and they bought fifteen thousand copies of them. So there'll be some there soon wow (laughs) i think in the summer summer sometime okay yeah that's amazing
0: so two years yeah i'm stuck on that like so is that a lot of like um is that how long
1: it like took you to make all All of the animals or yeah yeah because we had to decide on what animals to do Mm -hmm. and um and yeah there was a bit of kind of like Decision making because I want they wanted to draft at one point and they're like, no, they're not endangered enough. And then um, <laughs> some animals I just thought mm, they're going to be hard to paint, but like the rhino, but it turned out okay in the end. It just took a long time, it took a month, which is a long time for me, yeah, to spend on a painting, <laughs> yeah, but um yeah so yeah that was and they had you know they do a lot of the research and they had to find a writer and have it all fact checked and everything and um yeah yeah but
0: that's kind of nice though you because you get to focus on the part you're really good at and they get to kind of do the other stuff (laughs) the publishing side yeah
1: (laughs) yes no i didn't i didn't have to worry about that thankfully because i wouldn't know what to do (laughs) yes
0: yeah I'm I'm in the middle of making like a how to paint animals book which is why I'm really interested in it and it's like a just like a six-step process per animal and I'm like just getting through the whole thing I'm like this is a lot like this is like if it's not yeah if it's not painting then I just kind of get a little bored with it so it's kind of been sitting there for a second I need to get back on it so yeah yeah um let's see are there any art lessons that you've learned the hard way?
1: um yes, probably thousands yeah. um, I'm very good at failing, yes, don't be afraid <laughs> to fail. That's a good one. okay um <laughs> Fail lots and fail well. Um, <laughs> fail with a smile <laughs> <laughs> Yes, fail over and over and over again um. Uh, yes, obviously, don't be afraid of rejection. You're going to be rejected a lot if you're if you're approaching galleries. Um, okay. uh, what else? Um, I would say maybe don't be exclusive with a gallery. Mind you, it, I mean it was it worked out okay for me, but it doesn't always work out well for me. It depends on the gallery, I think. You have to, if you're going to be exclusive, you have to do your homework and make sure you know you're going to get. Uh, a hell of a lot of expo exposure they have to be quite a big gallery um to do that to ask for that as well it's quite it's not really it's not really done that much anymore i don't think but okay. um yeah yeah um don't do open edition prints <laughs> i i did a few of those and and regretted it um, Why? Quite a few years ago because um Well, it kind of devalues... If you ever wanted to do limited editions, it kind of devalues them. And, um, well, people actually ended up thinking they were fake because, you know, I I had um, quite a lot of limited editions out and then people would come across these open editions that I did with this company. And they were just like, what are these? You know, they're not even signed by you. Um, So, yeah, I'd probably say if if you can if you can avoid it don't do open editions because and those things can hang around for a very long time (laughs) so yeah it's nice it's nice that they're not around anymore but yeah i'd say don't don't do open editions if you can help it because um limited editions are probably uh, a better way to go for sort of fine art
0: okay yeah good good yeah okay From my
1: my experience anyway
0: yeah yeah (laughs) good okay so what are oh sorry do you have a favorite past painting
1: or a project or
0: something you worked on
1: oh god a favorite painting <laughs> the thing is it's always the last thing you've painted <laughs> yeah. uh, um because i yeah i just painted a really quite graphic burning bee in in, in the dark and I was like oh at first I wasn't sure about and I said I'm not sure about this so I I asked for people's opinions on it and everyone really really liked it so I was like okay I think I like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like okay I guess I like it too okay (laughs) well it's just sometimes things look better in my head and they don't end up quite that way on the canvas so I need to think oh I wonder if that's how it's supposed to look
0: yeah but
1: yeah I mean I really like that one but um it is literally normally the last thing I've painted. So. Yeah, because
0: it, it, it's the, the last thing you paint is the thing you paint the best, right? Because, <laughs> like, yeah. you look at things from, like, a couple of years ago, and I'm like, ah, oh.
1: <laughs> like, that's I all right. But I don't I <laughs> don't like looking at things from, you know, I sometimes come across them in sort of clients' houses or something, and then I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> that one. Yeah, like, you're like, thank but... you for paying me for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh yeah it's weird isn't it um yeah i don't like seeing old work but you know
0: yeah Yeah, (laughs) um what are your future art plans or goals do you have any upcoming paintings that you're that are in the works or what what's going on over there
1: um well i'm i'm doing another b for i've got a solo show next month in london um so that's the last painting for that (laughs) um yeah it's it's all it's all it's been a very busy May I've had three art fairs and a group show and I've still got to do this solo show and I've got another sort of art yard sale next weekend in Brighton um but but yeah I suppose the the solo show is quite a big Commitment, so
0: yeah, I bet I've actually never had one, so like, early, really well, like, oh, you've got such
1: a big following. Why haven't you
0: had a solo show? Instagram stuff, that's just Instagram. I feel like they're all like foreign men anyway. I don't know. <laughs> so, well,
1: you could you could hire somewhere and have your own. I
0: should, I should. I know, I so most of my stuff is murals. So it's like I paint murals for businesses, and so it's like.
1: Really. But
0: I should. You're right. I should just do like a solo show. I mean, I think I've done like one mini one to graduate college because you had to, right? <laughs> but yeah, not since.
1: <laughs> Would you make the murals into prints or? Um, not no. really.
0: That you. They're usually kind of like something off the wall specific yeah like kind of maybe like business specific like we did one that was like cowboys and aliens at a golf course (laughs) I'm like yeah but but you never know yeah so how many how many pieces do you have in your show
1: um well there's a lot of framed prints so I think it's going to be over 20 but actual paintings will be like eight or nine Mm -hmm. um yeah that I did specifically for it
0: okay so you have you put prints up as well
1: yeah, because it's, okay. it's in this place that's quite a big building. It's called the Royal Overseas League and it's like a very old building and it's very regal and it's in a posh part of London and it's got Ooh. lots of rooms. So they're sort of putting things all over the place.
0: That is so fun. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Just like, cause I think it's just because I'm so far away. You're like, I have a show in London and I'm like, starry-eyed like that's so cool <laughs> we're here in like the midwest of the united states there's like a bunch of cows everywhere and stuff so it's not as glamorous
1: <laughs> so it's very rural yes
0: See. <laughs> <Yes. Yes. laughs> um, is there any advice that you could give artists who want to make art their full-time career but just don't know where to start like where's a good starting point
1: well instagram isn't it do you, yeah. do you sell stuff on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah in- Instagram and Facebook are quite a good way to start. And, you know, they're free. Yeah, um, that's exactly. nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, your own website is quite important, I think, or at least having a sort of website kind of presence on these platforms um, and making sure, you know, people can buy off your website and stuff. Um, yeah, I think that I think that was very important, and it sort of gets you out there, you know, um, in an in an easy way where you can sort of do it any time, um, you know, if you have to keep a job down or something whilst you're trying to get out there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How do you have, so? Do you have like a, an Instagram routine? Like, do you post like once a day, a couple of times a week? Like, what is your what is your
1: I try. I try. I try and post once a day, and Mm -hmm. I also do the Instagram stories. Um, I try and do it a couple of times a day, uh, especially if I'm doing something interesting, but it can be a bit hard sometimes because of the time uh, it takes, you know. And I've got two accounts, and sometimes I have to do separate ones for each account, and it gets a bit like that. And Facebook, and and Pinterest, and... uh... (laughs) All the things, yeah. (laughs) YouTube, (laughs) all uh... of them yeah
0: yeah yeah so,
1: no, I haven't got on very much on youtube, but um yeah
0: yeah, um yeah. so do you have it's a good you good have time. a personal account on on Instagram and you have a business account, or what is this?
1: well, no, it's what it is is I've just recent i mean I've got two business accounts kind of I've got okay. my artist account, and then I've just opened another one called a gallery because I noticed on my old account, which I started in like twenty twelve um but the, the reach has gone right down to, you know, however many people... It went from, like, roughly eight or 900 likes for an image right down to, like, 100 or 200 on average. Oh. And so it, it seems to have, for some reason, it seems to have got really narrow. Um, you know when they brought out that new algorithm Mm -hmm. it was the beginning of the year or something yeah and so a friend of mine who's got another account that they'd opened quite recently noticed that it was a much higher level of engagement and they think it's to do with the fact that it's a newer account and I have noticed that actually on on my new account there's much more percentage of people like there's only 200 people on there but you know up to 50 will will respond which is a quarter which is nothing like the old account yeah huh i wonder <laughs> that why makes sense yeah
0: for sure maybe it's like yeah. i don't know um somebody was telling me recently i actually haven't done it but i i could probably google it you can go on there and you can go into this website and it will like delete all of the inactive users from your instagram and that might they say that that might be like they're the ones that haven't been active for over a week or over a month or okay. something like that because that could be like your follower to interaction ratio and But a lot of people won't do it because that's deleting a number <laughs> off of their thing. And that's why
1: I don't want to do it. I'm like, no. I you know. It'll be like, oh, I've gone from 20,000 down to like a couple of thousand or something. I don't no. know. Because <laughs> it's, such, it's such an old account. You know, I started it when when Instagram was very new. um so yeah there must be definitely quite a lot of inactive users on there yeah for sure for sure
0: i might try that yeah (laughs) dang algorithm yeah (laughs) oh
1: i might i'm not gonna try it i don't want my number to go down i think it seems to be going fine for you i don't think you need to change anything
0: maybe maybe (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah hashtags are working or something
1: yes do you okay. use a lot of hashtags still
0: sometimes uh when I think about it um if I like yeah. sometimes I'll pre like pre like at night I'll pre-plan when I'm going to post the next day or in the next couple of days that way when I'm working I'll like I can just like post and that way I can like I'll tag featured accounts too so like those art featuring oh. accounts that like you can pay like 10 bucks or something to get featured on their thing and you get a couple hundred followers I've done that quite a bit so it's like <laughs> investing <laughs>
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah. They're strange those accounts, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. They do seem to to work. Yeah, I
0: feel like from those accounts, I get more artists than not. Yeah. So, which is great for this artist academy stuff because that's how yeah that's that. But I don't know that I get many art buyers from doing that oh, yeah,
1: no, <laughs> yeah. No, it's probably probably all artists but um that's <laughs> still nice yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all well do you guys have uh been fluno um it says hi louise i know we had a couple people in here um julie westmore too said that she had been to one of your shows um Oh, Which, yeah nice. so a couple people on here because i put in i put in your uh, your photos and was like we're gonna have louise on um tomorrow and they were really excited they they know who you were oh. so
1: yeah i recognized Ben Flina, he he sometimes gives me sort of like emojis and stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot, actually. He's <laughs> yeah. very active, so that's nice. Same.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need more of those people on our Instagram being active. and yes, enc-
1: encouraging people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's about it. Thank you so much for just hopping on and just answering some questions. I okay. really like hearing your accent, actually. I think that's so cool. <laughs>
1: i don't think i've got an accent but um i suppose i must do to <laughs> to the u.s maybe yeah
0: oh ben says i spend way too much time on
1: insta <laughs> Ben says, no keep on at it ben we appreciate we it it's fine we don't mind we like the positivity <laughs> yes we do all right well yeah
0: thank you again and yeah this interview That's is basically okay. i'm doing a series of a, um it'll be on a podcast here next week too and it's really just to inspire um aspiring artists to be Uh, like full-time artists like you and so i'm sure that you've done that to a couple people in here at least but yeah thank you for taking the time and i will talk to
1: you later thank you see you soon see ya
0: bye this episode is sponsored by the artist academy advanced membership a program for artists who want to up level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business I've been a professional artist for over 5 years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high profile companies such as Fastpro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I've figured out what it takes to build an art business and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to AdvancedMember.com, that's AdvancedMember.com to learn more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com groups slash Artist Academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'll see you next week.